And you're driving. Look at the road. Your link. <laughs> <laughs> Without even looking. Uh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Guinea Dad. I'm Angelique. So this is Guinea Dad Podcast Episode 3. Uh, the topic will be traveling with your guinea pigs. So, uh, you know, obviously traveling with any pet is somewhat stressful for both the parents and the animal. Um, some of the facilities say it's a guinea, a guinea pig hotel or, you know, not, actually not just guinea pigs, but like dog hotel, cat hotel, whatever. But um, I've seen some of them, some of them could be legit, but I guess some of them, they just, you know, put the dog and cat in the small, that sucks. small area, right? There's one in my house, but I don't know if it's good or not. Actually, when I used to have dog before, uh, we put the... So I used to have Siberian Husky. And then um, my family was traveling and then we didn't have any like family friends nearby available. So we had to put the uh, Siberian Husky in the hotel and then we came back like three days later. I I'm sure it was partially because like dog was so happy to see us. Mm -hmm. But like, it almost felt like... Um, you know, it's like almost being released from a prison. She was like super, she was going crazy and then she was like, so I, that, that kind of made us happy and sad at the same time. Everyone deals with like, um, when they leave like their pets behind because I don't know if a lot of you take your pets with you, but um, some pets aren't like, aren't like uh, made for travel, you know, like um, my husband has two dogs and one of them um, she just freaks out like she acts like she wants to go with you But then when she goes with you like she freaks out like when like you're driving so like she can't she can't be on the road for a long time Like I don't know what kind of like setup you guys do or what kind of um, routine you guys have but like for me when I would leave my dogs, my dog behind, or my dogs behind, I would like leave like the radio on, and then like my parents sometimes they would call um, our house on purpose, like they would wait for like the voicemail to end, and then they would like talk on the voicemail so that way when the voicemail comes on he could hear like voices, the, you know, like a ring when it like you can talk on it. Do you think they would get scared if they? they no, 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 no. I actually, you know, like um, you know, I used to have pet cam because I was worried about them when I was in Chicago, mm -hmm. and then you know with the pet cam you can talk to them. And you know, it's this is kind of expected. When I talk to the talk through the pet cam, Peanut would come to the camera. Oh, she would. Yeah, Peanut would come to the camera, and then Tofu and Dumpling wouldn't care. That's it's it's kind of typical, right? It's like Peanut was the that type of guinea pig. So Peanut would come to the camera, and then I was like, I thought that was so cool, right? You mm -hmm. wouldn't expect the guinea pig to do that. So you know, and then I bought another pet cam later, and this wasn't really for traveling, but. There was a, you know, there are packets that can dispense treats. Really? Yeah. So you, it's like. It must be expensive. Yeah, like a dog, and then you put like some treats, and then like there are like six or eight slots, mm -hmm. and it's gonna like spit it out, right? Mm -hmm. And then, so I, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. Maybe I should buy that, and then maybe, you know, test it out with the cucumber pieces or carrot pieces, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I tried it, and then you know, carrot would come out, and then. As soon as Peanut knew that because tree comes out of there, she would just not leave the pet cam. She would just like. She, she would, and then she would keep like you know scratching like under the pet cam, and then. Well, so yeah, I had to take that out. But. She's so smart. But another thing I feel like we should talk about is the guilt you feel when you like leave your pets behind. Like, 
I, um, when I got married, I wanted my, my dog to come with me, but my parents were like, no, because he was like really old at the time, and then they're like, he's not going to be able to, to like travel that far because they live in California. And I was like, dang. And then like, whenever, like, whenever, when they came over to like visit me, they're like, man, I feel so bad. Like, I wonder what he's doing. And like, like, they just couldn't stop thinking about him. And like, I feel like that's like a thing. Like, all pet parents, like, they're just like, like, they'll be having fun and then they'll be thinking about their pet. Like, I hope he's okay. <laughs> Actually, I came back from a business trip and then I left for two days, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, of that two days, so on the first day in the morning, I obviously cleaned everything, making sure everything is good, and then give them food and water, and everything's full, right? Mm -hmm. And I obviously give them more so that it wouldn't run out. And then the, I came back, so another night, um, so they were essentially alone for you know, less than 48 hours, right? Because they were just alone for one night. And then I come back like the next day, super late yesterday, like 11 p.m. And then like make sure. First thing I did, did when I first come home is clean the cage because I feel bad that they have to live with more of their poop, right? Yeah. So first do that, check the water, give them vegetables as soon as I come home. But yeah, like you, you always worried about them. And then this never happened. This never happened in five years. And, but you know when when I went to Korea for like a week or two, mm -hmm. and then um, Sean had to like babysit the guinea pigs. Yeah. On the first day, on the first day I was away, tofu had hay stuck in her eyes. Oh my god. This never ever ever happened for past five years, right? And then um, Sean came and she was she said, oh there's something wrong, right? And then I, I wasn't. Are you like panicking? You're like, oh, shoot. No, I, I wasn't there. Like, I, I was still in the airplane while when he was when oh. he texted me. So, like, oh my god, Tofu is like one side of her like face is all wet from the tear, right? When when he saw her, and then he was like, he was panicking, I guess, because you know, I'm not there. And then he was thinking about going to a vet, but you know, he was like looking at the eye, like examining, and then he saw the small piece of hay, right? Mm -hmm. So he went to get a Q-tip and then kind of went did that and then took the hay out and then it was completely fine. That's cool. So, I mean... But when you saw that, when you like actually got the text, were you like... Yeah, he, he showed me, he had like the video pictures of everything. I was like, wait, what happened? What happened? And he was like, now she's fine. So... That's scary. Yeah, that, that's scary. So. You know what they have? Um, I saw this thing on TikTok where it was like, they have like this app where you can um, have like dog sitters come and like babysit your dog and then you just pay for them. But um, I saw this one like story where like this uh, dog sitter like came and then he, uh, he he took the dog out for a walk. He let the dog go by accident and the dog got like attacked or something and then um, he like he brought the dog back and then put it in the cage or whatever and then like he, he left. No, no, he didn't die but like when he, um, he left and then when the owner came back because like they can leave without the owner being there and then when the owner came back she's like what happened to my dog? He has like bites all over his ear and he's bleeding and he's like oh I don't know he must have like maybe he like ran into his cage or blah 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 like he was like making up all kinds of stories and I was like that's why it's like so it's so important for you to like leave your pets with somebody you like absolutely trust right, right. Do, you, do you ever leave um, <coughs> tofu dumpling with anybody else but then Sean? Um, yeah I mean like um, you mean here? Because yeah. before when I was in Chicago, like it was uh, my you know, school friends mm -hmm. were taking like 
and I'm sure that because I had guinea pigs, all my friends kind of knew how to take care of guinea pigs mm -hmm. because they had to babysit the, them at least for a couple days. Yeah. You know, Sean obviously knew how to take care of them, but here, no. Not in Las Vegas yet. So you do you stress out then? Like, what if you and Sean both need to go somewhere? Right, then, you know, I'll have to ask you, but you know, that didn't happen yet. <laughs> <laughs> that, that stresses me out so much though. <laughs> Because they're so like delicate. So yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's like, I'm really worried too, but um, that's why I don't go if, you know, Sean's not here. And then if Sean also has to travel to a business trip, I try to come back in like a day or two mm -hmm. at the most. Oh, something weird that like, um, I don't know if your guys' like pets do this, but um, whenever like I leave my dog behind, or whenever I would leave my dog behind, um, he wouldn't like he won't even like touch his food or he won't even like poop or anything oh, yeah. until like I come back Like sometimes we'll be gone for like four or five days straight We'll leave food and everything behind and he won't even eat it. I don't know if it's like he's mad So he just won't eat till we come back or I, I don't know why he does it But yeah, he, he used to do that. I mean he passed away recently, but he used to do that a lot Like he would just like not eat it and then as soon as we came back then he would start eating right. It's like dude Right. Why don't you just eat? We're <laughs> gone. Right. I, I think it's probably because they're like super stressed. Yeah. You know? It's like just you guys not being there, they're probably stressed. Um, I'm not sure if this is appropriate for this video because it's kind of, you know, but anyways, I'll say it anyway. So my parent has a dog. Mm -hmm. I mean, two dogs, right? Their breed is like Jindo dog. It's like traditional Korean dog, right? As, how, how do they look like? Um, it they look similar to Shiba. Oh, okay. But they look, uh, they're bigger and more aggressive looking than Shiba. So we have male and a female, right? You know, and then they were like they we like my parents had them since they were like really little. Now they're super old, but um, there was a time when you know before they got neutered or spayed, right? Jingu, that Jingu is the boy dog, and then Dale is the you know, girl dog. Jingu mm -hmm. um, would you know kind of go through the puberty, I guess, and then now he knows that you know instinct, right? Yeah. And then when that kind of time around came, like my parents just it was like the weekend, right? And then had the Jingu tied to some some area, and then. Like they were planning on getting neutered like after the weekend was passed, mm -hmm. but Chingu would not eat He would just look at the girl dog like <laughs> Like for like almost 48 hours. He would just not eat. He just he was just crazy, right? And then You know after actually we were kind of worried that if the neutering wouldn't help But after the neutering, you know, everything was fine. No, when you said um when you say your dog didn't eat, there, oh, that there, that? there could be other reasons that dogs don't eat. He was, it was just him though. He, um, he, had, he had a sister too, but he outlived her. So mm. it was just him. But he used to always do that. Even when he was like a puppy, we'd leave him behind. Then he, wouldn't, he just wouldn't eat. I think it was because he was stressed. Though, like you said, he's probably just like stressed out. So traveling as a guinea pig parent can be, I think, even more stressful because you know, online you see a lot of like dog sitters, cat sitters, but you don't really see guinea pig sitters. And it feels like like when your uh, dog 
at least um, speaking from a dog owner because I've never had a cat, but sometimes if you're trusting somebody with their dog, you just have to be like, oh, can you go check on them? And then I just have to food. check on them, give them food, you know, and that's it. Because I used to um, do that with my dog. Uh, whenever my parents would leave for vacations and they would like leave him food and then um, we would like leave the TV on for him or like the radio so he wouldn't feel lonely and then would ask my neighbor hey can you check up on him so like it was like like a quick thing but you know I feel like probably a little bit more faster than guinea pig right for guinea pigs like the thing is like most people don't know how to take care of guinea pigs mm -hmm. so it's hard to like find someone who's already qualified and then if your neighbor is willing to do that for you you kind of have to teach him what to do right yeah. you have to tell him about the like daily vegetables like water and they also have to deal with like clean, cleaning the cage spot cleaning so on and so forth so did you have to um, teach Sean that? Well, no, I mean, I didn't have to teach Sean because when we were back in California, we used to live together. Oh, okay. But, um, like, even before that, when I used to um, go to school in Chicago, um, mm -hmm. I had to ask my, you know, friends, student friends, to take care of the guinea pigs while I'm away for a couple of days. And, you know, I had to teach her, like, you know, spot cleaning, changing hay, and making sure hay is there, and, you know, stuff like everything, so. It worked out, but still, like, I wasn't, like, super assured, so I had to get a pet can to make sure, like, if there's something wrong with the guinea pigs, I'll call her and say, hey, can you check up on peanut or something like that. Yeah. So, you know. Um, so, that's that. Like, I, but still, if you're traveling, it's better to leave guinea pigs at home if there's someone to take care of them. Yeah. Because guinea pigs get especially stressed out. You know, sometimes you don't have any choice. Or maybe you're moving long distance. Mm -hmm. Then you have to travel with guinea pigs. You know, then things get a little bit more complicated. Um, and one of the things, the reasons being, being um, guinea pigs are super sensitive to sounds and any movement. Yeah. So when they're in the carrier, putting into the car, you know, car's temperature is always not the ideal. So you have to make sure the inside the car temperature is ideal for guinea pigs, which is somewhere around 65 to 75. It's okay to go a little bit above 75, but usually on the downside, you shouldn't go under 65. Also the vibration, you can't, you'll be able to observe that they are kind of stressed. Yeah. Because you know, cars constantly moving and they're shifting, so they're very stressed. But um, I, I think they get used to it too. If you travel often. Would but, you say though that it'd be safer traveling with, um, through car than um, airplane if you had to? If you can take care of the guinea pig really well during the car travel, I would say car is safer. Yeah. Because you can kind of easily check up on them every hour or two and then can give them whatever they want. Mm. But... So I heard that some airlines don't let you take some of your pets like with you. No, they don't. So you have to make sure. So you can never put guinea pigs in cargo. They're not gonna survive, right? Yeah. So you have to go get an airline that allows you to carry them with you, and then you know, even 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 if they allow you to do that, they're not gonna let you take them out or anything. Yeah. You will always have to have them under the seat in front of you, right? Yeah. So you can best you can do is kind of. You know, see them and then kind of talk to them. That's literally the best thing you can do. You know, as a guinea pig parent who travel with car and airplane, mm -hmm. um, 
I think airplane is still less stressful for me. Yeah. Just because it doesn't last as long. You know, I, I'm I'm still not sure. Like to this day, to this day, I'm not too comfortable going on an airplane with my guinea pigs again because, you know, like when you have guinea pig with you, mm -hmm. I become like super sensitive because I'm, I'm always like, oh my god, like I never realized the airplane cabin was this loud yeah. from the airplane engine. Yeah. And then like you see like people like driving car alongside next to you and then. Oh my god, I didn't know that car was so loud until now. Like, yeah, you're just like imagining how like how they hear it, they probably right, right. on edge with all the new sounds and then right, right. people. And like if you are traveling with car and then if you have someone with you, mm -hmm. you know, they can always sit in the back with the guinea pigs so they can always talk to them. Yeah, and you can make them. stops and stuff too, check on them and feed them. Right. If you had a choice, I would definitely you know, Traveling car over in an airplane. Yeah, under an assumption. control like the temperature too, because especially I feel like that's something you have to take into consideration when you're traveling, with any pets really, but like with guinea pigs especially, like take precaution over like the weather, and it's right. like, um, I mean, if you're in the car and if it's a hot day, you can turn on the AC, and then vice versa, you can make it warmer. On the airplane, you can't really control that. When I was on the airplane and when you're up on the high altitude, mm -hmm. you know the like, airplane typically gets colder, right? Yeah. So I was like kind of worried, so I had to kind of take out the blanket, kind of cover the carrier just to maybe help them a little. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but there isn't much more than that you can do. It's pretty shaky too, huh? Like, oh yeah. Airplane. Yeah, it's very shaky. Like there's obviously constant vibration. Mm -hmm. Even, I, I would say, more than car right i mean cars have vibrations too but yeah. airplanes it's more and then you know in case you uh, go through a turbulence then that's much more crazy oh and car you can control speed too yeah you can right? drive slow yeah and then you can control how you drive too how to so. yeah drive more like cautiously right in case someone does decide to go on an airplane you guys have to go through a security but obviously you can't put the guinea pig through extra right so what they're gonna do is, they're less worried about the guinea pig, but they're more worried about you hiding a drug in the like guinea pig carrier or something. <laughs> so what they do is they are going to lead you into a room, like security room, completely enclosed, and then there will be two security officers. There, one guarding the door, and then one searching. Wait, really? Yeah, really. That's so serious for just searching like. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then they'll probably make fun of you, saying that like this is the first time someone's bringing guinea pig to an airplane. Because it probably is their first time. That happened to you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then like, so one person is going to go through it and then do all the swaps to make sure there is no like dangerous whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like, they'll just let you go. But here's the thing. Whenever you're traveling, giving water is very difficult, right? Because yeah. giving water, you usually have it in the bottle. But if you hold it, there's a limit to how long you can hold it. Yeah. So how you supply water to guinea pig during the travel is through vegetable right so make sure you have like a couple cucumbers or red leaf lettuce green leaf lettuce in there like something with higher water content right and then while they're eating those they will have enough water to have during the travel i didn't think about that but that makes sense if you are traveling like let's say super long distance like 12 hours drive right yeah. then you know you obviously want to make frequent stops to give them water, food, and whatever. Right. Do you think that they make um, cages where you can, like, uh, travel cages where you can put, like, water bottle 
<clears throat> you can always put it right because you can do DIY or there are cages like that but it's never gonna work because um, you know bottles work by guinea pig pushing onto that ball right mm -hmm. but when things are constantly moving that ball is constantly moving so by the time you stop the car it's gonna be completely empty and then all of your bedding is gonna be wet you know obviously it's best to have someone else with you yeah. right so they can keep their eyes on the guinea pig but you know, if you're driving I know you're worried but you know try to don't don't look at them right you know when you're, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're driving look at the road you're like <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean I, I was like you know this is kind of serious because I was kind of torn too I know I have to focus on the road but I'm like super worried right <laughs> but don't look at the guinea pig all the time I mean don't look at the guinea pig just just focus on the road and just if you're that worried you know just Stop more. Stop more often. Yeah. That's the best way to go. <laughs> I just imagine you driving like you're not even looking at the road. <laughs> Without even looking. Uh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's pretty much common sense, but maybe some people will do that. There's some crazy drivers. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people, they don't even look at the road normally. They just look at their phone. I know somebody that like, uh, like they scare me when they drive because like when they, whenever I go driving with them, they'll like drive with their knee, and they'll be like texting. I'm like, dude, like my life <laughs> doesn't matter to you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, people are crazy drivers, so just pay attention to the road at all times. I'm not sure how what kind of driver you are, but you know when you're driving, mm -hmm. and then when you have a friend next to you, how do you talk to them? I just keep looking straight when I talk to them. <laughs> right? I mean, that, yeah. that's, that's what I do too. That's kind of my style. But, you know, some of your friends, I'm sure you realize, but they'll like, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, just look at the road. <laughs> you don't have to look at me. I know you're talking to me. No, I've, I've gotten really cautious over the years. When I first got my license, I was kind of reckless a little bit, but uh, I've... I've calmed down like a lot, so when I drive... Did you get into accidents before? I've never gone to an accident before. Oh, okay. So I've gone one ticket, but it wasn't like a pullover ticket. It was like, um, you know when you, you... You know those cameras when you're like turning, like on the streetlight? I was going to school um, when I was in college. I was, I was turning on a yellow light and then I turned red. When, as soon as I turned and I saw like the flash, and I kind of just like forgot about like, oh, like they won't get me. But then I got like a ticket like probably like two or three weeks later and it was so expensive. Yeah, those are expensive. They're really Lights, expensive. Yeah. yeah. Expensive. So now, like as soon as I see it, I see yellow, I just start slow. I, I just, I'll even stop sometimes. I'm like, I'm not even going to do that. I get right, PTSD. Right. So. Actually, um, one of, um, one of the customers recently contacted me asking if she's trying to do a long distance travel mm -hmm. and um, with Cara and she couldn't find, she, she was asking me about whether I know a hotel who, that allows guinea pigs, right? But, um, I mean, I don't know every hotel, but when I was doing long distance travel, you know, I think Ramada Hotel, they just allow guinea pigs with like no extra fees as long as you keep them in the cage. And you know, there are some other hotels that allow them, but you just have to talk to the manager and that manager will say, you know, either yes or no. And a lot of them will say yes, as long as you tell them it's caged, it's never going to touch the carpet, whatever. And actually, um, out of the hotels that I called, um, a lot of them actually waived the pet fee too, right? But, yeah. you know, at, at the end of the day, if, they, if you have to pay, then you pay, right? But, yeah, you do what you can. Yeah. That, seems like everything that we wanted to talk about
today. I hope that was, you know, enter some of the stories were entertaining, and I hope um, <laughs> uh, it was somewhat educational. You know, at the end of the day, our goal is just I, we just want you to learn just one thing yeah. at the end of the podcast, right? So, you know, thanks for listening, thanks for watching. Um, I will see you guys. I mean, we will see you guys next week then. Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.